Hi, you're listening to my mom, Cat Lee, on the Inspired to Action podcast. Hey, can I listen to it? Hey, my name is Cat Lee, and I want to welcome you to the Inspired to Action podcast. I hope that this show is the pep talk that you need as a mom, a reminder that what you do every day is life-changing, and it matters more deeply than you could ever imagine. Out of all the women in the world, God chose you to be the mother of your children because you are unique and amazing, and He has called you, and He will equip you. So thank you for serving your family, for loving your children fearlessly, and for fighting to be a great mom. This episode is for you. Let's jump right in. So on today's show, we are talking about how to organize anything, how to plan anything. And this comes out of my desire to be organized and planned, and it is not something that I'm naturally good at. I promise you. Let me refer to a few examples. Let's see, there would be the time that I took my daughter to her very first princess party, and she was dressed up like a princess, and I took her to the party on the wrong day. We sat outside the house the day after the party, and I called a friend and said, hey, is the party um, at one? And they're like, yeah, yesterday. Ugh. Y'all, planning is not my strength. In fact, even this coming weekend, I have a retreat that I'm doing with some friends, and I realized that I was scheduled to speak somewhere that Friday night. I mean, planning is not my strength. And so I have had to create systems to help me get a hold on all the ideas and all the things bouncing around my head. And I am not perfect at it by any stretch, but the system that I've come up with really helps me to step back when I feel overwhelmed, to come up with a plan so that I can, you know, eliminate my overwhelm, I can kind of establish some order, and I can take action. And I wanted to share this with you today, and I hope it's helpful to you. I know a lot of you know that I'm working on a planner for Inspired Action, a printable planner, and I'll talk more about that as we get on with the show, but it is almost ready, and I'm so excited about it. I've had a group of beta testers working through it, And I'm really excited to bring it to you, hopefully in a few weeks from now. Now, before we jump into today's show, I want to give a huge thank you to our show sponsor, PlanToEat.com. They are probably an anchor of my ability to plan because every weekend I take the time to plan out my meals for the week. And that's when I also plan out my calendar for the week, my tasks for the week, and all that stuff. It's sort of a foundation of my planning. And PlanToEat.com has made that so easy to do. I just, I I love it. I mean, you guys know, I say this every week and not just because they're a sponsor, but because I truly love the site. And you can go to plantoeat.com to sign up for their free 30-day trial. Just go to plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action. And I have a little video there where I welcome you. And I also mentioned my meal planning bootcamp and you can check that out. And I'll walk you through the process of getting jump started on plan to eat and getting a meal plan all set up and all in order so that it's really a thing that doesn't overwhelm and doesn't stress you anymore. So head over to plantoeat.com forward slash inspired to action. All right, let's jump into the content for this week. We are talking all about how to plan anything. Hey friends, today on the Inspired to Action podcast, we're talking about how to organize anything. I know that's kind of a big claim, but I've really found it to be true, at least anything that I've ever come across. 
Now, some of you know that I've been working on an Inspired to Action planner, a printable planner to kind of help you set life goals, to break those down into short-term goals, to figure out what projects are on your plate and how to break those down into tasks that you can do today and how to organize your day so that you can get the most done and really enjoy life as much as possible. So that planner is almost ready. I've had an amazing group of beta testers working on it. And in the whole process of it, I'm also kind of creating a uh, kind of like a planning course that I've, I've talked about before, but I kind of revamped everything. And I'm really excited about it. So I thought today I would give you the overall idea of how to plan and how to organize anything. And I have a five-step process. That sounds so formal, but it really has been, has come down to five simple steps. Whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed, really with whatever the situation might be, I feel like if I'm able to walk through these five steps, I can tackle that issue. So let's just go ahead and dive into those five steps. And I want you to recognize that I think these can be applied to anything. Whether you need to organize your desk, whether you need to organize your house, whether you need to figure stuff out with a relationship, whether you need to plan your life or plan your day or figure out the projects that you have going on at work, whatever it might be, I have found that these five steps have worked really well for me to give me a starting point and to know how to walk through the process of getting a handle on whatever situation I'm facing. So first, I'm just going to kind of share those five steps, then we'll walk through each one and kind of describe what it means. So those five steps are to declutter, to discover, to define, deliver, and do over. It really helps me that they all start with a D, just helps me to remember which one comes next and what they all are. I love having that handy little uh, way to remember it. So let's walk through each one of those. And just to give you a little bit of a taste of what each one means, and and hopefully you can even take it to some situation that you're facing today and use it to help you get a handle on the situation. So the first one is to declutter. I'm going to use the example of cleaning up my closet because I think it's a tangible thing we could kind of all relate to. So if I have a hallway closet and it's just a mess, and every time I open it, something falls out and I feel completely overwhelmed. I'm going to walk through this five-step process with that closet. So the first thing I'm going to do is just declutter it. I'm just going to pull everything out because obviously I have more stuff in there than needs to go in there, and I need to figure out where stuff goes and how to clean it up. Now, I could just kind of rearrange things so that the door closes easier or I can fit stuff better. But if I don't take the time to declutter first, then it is just consistently going to get messed up again because I haven't decided what goes where, how I'm using the space, and why it keeps getting messy. So this decluttering part is an easy one to overlook. But if we take the time to pull everything out, we're going to find that we had way more junk than we thought. We can get rid of a ton of it, and it's just going to make it so much easier to keep it neat in the long term. So that's kind of the declutter step. Pull everything out of the closet. If you um, are working on projects and, and have things happening with your kids and with work and with your house that needs to be cleaned, you know, you can do the same thing there. To declutter, you would just write it all down on a piece of paper. Everything that's overwhelming you, just write it down. And that way you can see it and you can look at it and you, just, you can decide what needs to stay and what needs to go. All right, that's step one, to declutter. Step two is to discover. So if we're using the closet example, I'm going to pull everything out of the closet. Then I'm going to look at the closet and I'm going to say, what 
is this closet for? Why do I have it? Why? How do I want to use it? What is its purpose? I'm going to discover the purpose of it. And you might also discover the features of it and the benefits of it. Okay, there's a shelf up at the top. There's a, you know, a bar where I can hang my clothes. Um, so just take the time to kind of look at it and see what you have to work with and then figure out what you want it to do for you. So for us, the hall closet has a combo um, purpose. I store all my gift wrapping stuff in there. I store some holiday things and we store our jackets. And so once I recognize that, I can say, okay, this closet, it's one that we use often that I need to get stuff out of. And so I need it to not be a mess. So these are the only things I'm going to use it for. I'm not going to shove the vacuum cleaner in there. I'm not going to shove this random box in there in case I might need it later. This is just for gift wrapping things. This is just for our jackets that we pull out regularly and just for the holiday boxes. I just have some kind of plastic boxes that have the basic holiday things in it, like Valentine's cards or Easter decorations or whatnot. So if I take that time to discover and then I'm, I'm saying, okay, this is what I'm using this space for, it really helps me to decide what goes back into the closet. I don't put things in just because it fits. I put it in because it has a purpose there. Now, if we were going to use this same step in, you know, maybe all the projects you have going on in your life, um, you might take the time to say, okay, what are my roles in life? I am a mom. I'm a wife. I'm uh, an employee. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Maybe you're the PTA president. Write down all those different roles that you have and even look at them. Which ones are the most important to me? Which are the ones that I want to focus my energy on? Are there roles that I don't need to have that I currently have? Uh, you could also use this step to take personality tests to learn more about yourself and how you best thrive. If, you are, um, if you've ever done the Myers-Briggs personality tests, we've done a couple podcasts on that, and I encourage you to go and check those out. I'll, have to, I'll put in the show notes the links to those episodes. We did one on marriage and one on parenting and how knowing your personality can have a wonderful impact on you in your marriage and in your parenthood. But it can also have a great impact on you just in life in setting goals and in determining the vision for your life. And if you take this discover step and use it to learn more about your personality, about your strengths, you can go to 16personalities.com to take the Myers-Briggs personality test. You could grab a copy of the Strengths Finders book to learn more about what strengths um, operate best for you and, and allow you to really do things that bring you energy and that, that are, you're really good at. Um, <clears throat> this discover phase can be used so many ways. You know, what am I currently doing? What do I not need to do? What, how do I thrive? What fills me? What drains me? Just taking um, some time to really evaluate who you are and who you want to be can be so, so powerful. Okay, so we've gone through the declutter phase. We've gone through the discover phase. Now we're going to talk about the define phase. This is where we set goals. This is where we make plans and projects because in the declutter phase, <clears throat> we, we kind of pulled everything out. We emptied it out so we have a blank canvas. In the discover phase, we maybe kind of figured out what our purpose is, what we love doing, where we generally want to head. And now in the defined phase, we're going to actually lay down the railroad tracks, if you will, 
to get to that place that we hope to be that we figured out in the discover phase. So in this define phase, we're going to, we, maybe we made a list of our roles <clears throat> in the discover phase. We're going to say, okay, these are the goals I have for each one of those. These are my long-term goals. These are my short-term goals. These are the projects I'm going to work on. Um, if we're going to use that closet cleaning example, you would say, okay, so if I'm going to use this for gift wrapping and for holiday decorations and for jackets, how can I make this space um, the best that it can be? Well, I'm going to need to buy some some shelves or I need to buy some drawers or some plastic bins or matching coat hangers or whatever it might be. You would write down all the things that you need to get to make that closet what you want it to be to get it from where it is now to where you hope it will be. And that's what we do in the define phase. Making projects, breaking those down into tasks so that you know exactly what you're going to do next. Then the next phase is the deliver phase. That's where we just get stuff done. That's where, say we already did our big shopping trip for cleaning out our closet. We already did our big shopping trip to get all the boxes and hangers and, and shelves and all that stuff that we need. And we have that all ready to go. We've already cleaned out our closet. We already know how we want to use it. In the deliver phase, we're just going to get it done. We're going to put everything in there the way it goes and make it to beautiful and make it into just the thing that we want it to be. That's where we just get the work done. You don't really do any thinking in this part because you already thought back in the discover phase about what you want it to be. Back in the define phase, you, de you decided how you're going to make it that way. So now in the deliver phase, you just get to work and you just get it done. And I love this one because what stops so many people from accomplishing things is that they mush all those three into one step. They think, okay, I have a couple free hours and now I'm going to go get a whole bunch of stuff done. I wonder what I should do. <laughs> and then we either reply to the, you know, whatever, whatever wheel is squeaking the loudest, we do that thing. Or we just kind of start on the thing that's closest to us or some random thing. But if we separate those steps out, we can be so much more purposeful with our time so that when we get to the deliver phase, not only are we getting stuff done and accomplishing things, we know that they're the most important thing that we can be doing next because we've already thought it out. Such, such powerful stuff. You know, if you think of somebody building a house, if you just grab a bunch of construction workers and say, hey, go build me a house today. What are you going to end up with? Anything very good? Probably, probably not. But if you have an architect and you work with the architect to figure out what your ideal is, and then you give those plans to the construction workers, you're going to have an ideal house. Yes, it's going to take a little bit longer, but you're going to have a house that you can live with for decades to come. It's the same thing when we're trying to plan or organize anything. If we take those few steps in the beginning to figure out what we want to do and then exactly how we're going to do it, when it gets to the actual work part, we're going to be able to get it done and then be happy with the results for a long, long time. Now, the last step in this whole phase is do-over. Basically, you're not done once you finish a project. You want to go back and reevaluate it every, you know, however long it might be. Say we're talking about our closet example. You might get it nice and clean this weekend, but if you make it a habit to once a month check the closet and say, okay, I'm looking at this closet again. Is there anything I need to declutter in it? And maybe take out one or two things. As you look at it again, is there 
any better purpose for this closet? Is there something that I need it to do that it's not already doing? You're discovering it again. Um, and if there is, then you could define what project you need to do and you could then deliver it. Just kind of going through those steps on a regular basis is going to keep you from suddenly feeling overwhelmed with all these things to do because you took the time to kind of review the whole process and make sure that you're consistently in line instead of getting completely off course and then once a year trying to write everything all over again. So if you're going to take this same example and use it in your life with all the projects you have, it could be a weekly review time. It could be a monthly review time. Maybe once a month you have coffee early on a Saturday morning at a coffee shop with your journal and your planner. And you take the time to declutter your brain, to remember what your, your goals are and your plans are. You know, once you go through that discover phase and you take personality tests and you figure out what your, you know, your plans and your dreams are, you don't need to redo that process every month. But what you can do is review that process every month to say, oh yeah, this is my long-term goal. This is my mission statement. This is where I want to head. These are my strengths. Are they still aligning up with what I'm doing each and every day? There is so much power in not just going through this five-step process once, but in reviewing it on some sort of regular and consistent basis. And again, this is something that can be applied to pretty much anything. If there's, if you're having a situation with one of your kids, you could sit down with a journal and just declutter. Just write down, okay, what is the problem that I'm having with this child? Why are we not connecting? What is it that I'm doing that's rubbing them the wrong way? What is it that they're doing that's rubbing me the wrong way? And then you can discover, okay, what are these child's strengths? Where do we click? What, are, what do they love to do? What do I love to do? How can I connect with them better? Then you can define, you can say, okay, we both really like painting. So once a week, we're going to paint together for 30 minutes. And then you can deliver. You can go ahead and do that painting date once a week for 30 minutes. And then you can do that over and consistently evaluating that relationship and, and how it's doing, where you want it to be, and how you can get it there. This five-step process, I really think, can be used for just about any situation you have in your life. And I hope you find it helpful. And um, I, I, I encourage you to walk through it. I'd love to hear how you've used it and how it's helped you. So if you just want to head to the show notes at inspiredtoaction.com, this is episode number 76. I'd love to hear how you're using this process to eliminate some of your overwhelm, to establish some order in your life, and to take action. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next week. Well, that's all that we have for today's episode of the Inspire to Action podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. I know that there are a million things that you could be doing right now, and I hope that this episode has encouraged you. You know, if you have any questions or suggestions for me, just head over to inspiretoaction.com and click the contact button to send me an email. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to do whatever I can to get the resources that you need to keep growing as a mom. And if you enjoyed this podcast, it would be awesome if you would take a minute to rate it on iTunes. That's going to help more moms to find it and get the encouragement that they need. And as always, you can check out all the show notes for this session at inspiredtoaction.com. And you can also download any of our free ebooks or our free prayer calendars for moms at the blog. Just go to inspiredtoaction.com and click on the resources link. And my name is Kat Lee, and I wish you an incredible day with your family. And remember, you're a mom. You're kind of a big deal. Now go be awesome.
voices cry But I've set aside this time for you I bow before the throne of a noble king And in this place my heart begins to sing Gonna be a good day, a good day filled with His grace, His grace and sweet new mercies. May my thoughts. 